Hey, you're listening to Dungeon for Two, where we talk dungeon design, or at least that's where it starts. My name's Dalton, I'll be your Dungeon Doctor, or your DMMD for short. And joining me this week is a very special guest, Chris. How's it going? Hello, it's going well. I'm Chris. <laughs> Hello, Chris. <laughs> I like the formality. Um, yeah, are you ready to make a dungeon? Absolutely. Absolutely, good glad to hear it well um before i say anything else thank you for coming on the cast i appreciate it you've been very active in our streaming lately and uh, that's been really fun so thank oh, you for topping over into the podcast side of things it's been it's been a fantastic community a fantastic streams fantastic videos just happy to be a part of it it's awesome. a privilege thank you and well, if you're confused about what our streaming schedule and all that is, I will be sure to shout all that stuff out at the end, so stick around. I won't bore you with it now, but we'll just get right into the dungeon. So, before anything else, have you come to the table, so to speak, with any burning ideas in mind? That's, that's my secret cap. I always have burning ideas. I see. I, like, I have my... Wait, let me pull up my notes section. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that music's coming in. Yes. Uh, I just have. Oh, I just have. So gosh, dang. <laughs> uh, Got a ton of different concepts to go off of. Mm-hmm. I was nice. thinking about. I, I have written down. Um, what's it called? Doing an underwater Shorrock city, just so that it like ties Ooh, into. Okay. Yeah, we could we could do something that ties into the the uh, whole streaming side of things. Yeah, I That'd like be it. Interesting. But. It doesn't inspire me. Ah, well, in that case, toss it out. We need something that makes you want to freaking make this dungeon. We need something that drives you. Exactly. And I was thinking... Okay. I was thinking earlier, just earlier today, a few minutes ago, I was thinking uh, one of my, like, favorite um, feelings Mm -hmm. is, like, the the schadenfreude of, like, (laughs) walking through the woods Uh and, like just this you hear like these this massive footfalls and Ooh, like okay. they were tremors and then you see off in the distance like this lumbering colossus of a uh, of a creature or a monster or, or a, a being of some sort just sort of like just you know yeah stride through the landscape that's cool and then but then still have the thought of like I'm gonna slay that thing <laughs> by, by my sword. That thing is gonna fall. Interesting. Okay. So like a like a sort of David versus Goliath. Like you have to you you are in awe of this thing, and but you know yes. that you have to take it down somehow. <laughs> yes, I'm thinking more of like sort of like Shadow of the Colossus. Got it. Okay. Interesting. That's an awesome game, by the way. But we can oh, get back to that. <laughs> I'm totally down to do a Shadow of the Colossus-inspired adventure. Oh, that would be sweet. Yes. So, in regards to that, uh, I always like to think about, obviously, the three pillars of dungeon design is the why, the what, and the where. So, mm-hmm. first of all, why. So, the why for this dungeon, uh, if you want to go with this Colossus idea, I don't want to cut you off if you have any more concepts. But Oh, no, no. So, for this Colossus, the why... Why do you think that someone would be sent to kill this thing? Or why, why should we want to kill this thing? What has it done? I think that is a... I, oh, 
So when you think, uh, when you are inspired to do something in a fantasy RPG setting, obviously, <laughs> real life notwithstanding, um, <laughs> when you are inspired to do something in a D&D context, what is a really strong drive? Are you driven a lot by revenge stories? Do you Are you driven by this uh, righteous anger? Yeah. What is the I'm... sort of driving force for you? Personally and naturally, it's just, you know, that altruistic, I want to help the people Got who cannot. Yeah, altruism is a good one. But at the same time, like, <laughs> at the same time, that's a very um, uh, basic pull, and it kind of relies very heavily on a good or certain kind of character. Mind. Yeah. Well, we can also give multiple reasons to do this exactly. and have, you know, multiple variations on a theme, if you would. Um, so, yeah, it would definitely be a, you know, Okay. This Colossus is harassing. We definitely shouldn't say Colossus. It should just definitely be Oh, uh Beast Hemoth is a is a fun word that I've been that I've have written down in my in Beast, my notes. Beast Hemoth. I like yeah. it. Much like like some of your titles, I love alliteration and I love just contracting words that don't make any sense. <laughs> so like Beast Hemoth is just uh, it doesn't roll off the tongue, but it's still, you know. I like it. Beast Beast Hemoth. Beastimuth, Beastimuth. <laughs> Interesting. I like it. I think, we can I go with I that. Have, there's <laughs> something. I think I have a different. There's like a what is it? Um, it might be Behemoth or something that I have. <laughs> well, we'll go I, with we'll go with Beastimuth yeah, for now. Yeah, I like that. Uh, that that automatically draws a lot of interesting design choices mm-hmm. for the creature itself that I'm sort of thinking of, but I won't. I'll get into those later when we get to the creature. So. In regards to the reasons, so this thing is, uh, do you want it to be necessarily evil, or are its actions merely causing some kind of negative effect on the surroundings that needs to be stopped? Definitely the latter. The latter? Um, okay. Like, um, you know, tremors, um, harassing, uh, yeah. like, I, I want it to be, like, neutral kind of stuff, more or less, but not... I don't know. Yeah, so it's just too, like, it, its presence in the area is just too dangerous for it yes. to stay alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe that exactly. could, maybe then we could do some kind of uh, optional plot point where you can drive this thing away versus killing it, perhaps, but we'll see. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, okay, so outside of altruism of this thing terrorizing the local area, uh, what else we need to entice with the uh, allure of some some manner of of reward i imagine for the less altruistic players out there so so i was i was looking up this idea or i was looking up a challenge i, should, I wasn't looking at the idea i was looking up challenge rating um yeah high challenge and, rating stuff got it uh because i i we 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 spoke previously that we wanted this to be like a, uh or i wanted to, to make a higher level uh, of course yeah i'm dungeon. i'm down to make another another you know double digit challenge rating dungeon it's we've only had exactly. one of those ever on the podcast and it's been what 12 dungeons now so oh yeah i think i think yeah in terms of episodes you're at like 16 or something i don't remember no this is gonna be the 25th oh wow yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) i do this for for longer than i'm than i thought but you're making me feel old (laughs) (laughs) i just you're just you've done so much ancient no 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 please um Uh, so for the for the challenge rating okay and what did you find uh, I was looking at 10, but then I realized even level 10 characters, like, they're gonna, that's, that's like a 50-50. You know, yeah. I want this to be a life or death struggle, mm-hmm. even at, like, level oh, 10. Oh yeah, you gotta or, bump those numbers up. <laughs> so I wanna, yeah, I wanna bump the numbers up. I was looking at the, a compendium that you, that uh, organizes the, mm-hmm. uh, the Monster Manual by 
challenge rating. Got it. I was looking and I saw Stone Golem uh, listed Ooh. under challenge rating 10. But that, and to me, that just elicits so many different things. Like, yeah. You know, what if the Stone Golem is the dungeon lumbering around? Mm. You know, oh, yeah. That's like a. That's like the Warforged Colossus from Eberron style, where yeah. it's a dungeon slash creature. Ooh, okay. Or, but I was thinking more along the lines of like a, um, what's it called? Like a former Wizard's Tower or something. Unless that's oh. also Eberron. No, 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 no. That would be cool. Okay, so like a, the tower the tower itself is alive. Yes, but it doesn't... It doesn't Not alive, like, but constructed. Like yes. Hmm. Okay, I like this. So this huge... Not just, just an idea, but... A huge tower that is alive, or at least motile. <laughs> yeah, and I would assume that uh, the the well, the wizard tower would have you know loot enough to. Oh yeah, to, we could we could fill. we could put all sorts of stuff in there if that was the case. But the player might not know that and be less <laughs> enticed by. Mm. Uh, well, I could have, you know, some some kind of uh, rumors of this old. It's it's a you know it's a trope, but sometimes you got to use these for one shots. You got to get them roped in immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, rumors yeah. of this this old wizard's tower at the edge of civilization, where it uh, people could have sworn it was there, and then one day it's just it, it seems to just uproot and walk off. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and now there's this. Constant threat in the area if you're traveling the roads alone in the more, you know, uh, far out reaches of the pl- of the plains or whatnot, and you have this just oh, yeah. walking tower come up to you. <laughs> uh, there was some. There was this uh, Reddit post a couple like a year or so mm. ago on D and D Homebrew that was basically like, okay, I accidentally screwed up the timeline of my player's campaign, and <laughs> I basically. There's a mountain missing. <laughs> I've accidentally told my players that there's an entire mountain that is just gone. How did how did how did it leave? How did or That's how did awesome. it, you know, how did it disappear? That's way cooler and, than having the mountain be there. <laughs> oh yeah. And and the the yeah, they they put it to a vote like, you know, mm-hmm. was it destroyed? Why is the mountain gone? Or did it get up and walk away mm. and and you know, bar none. Vast and, majority boy, yeah. walked away. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Brilliant, which I love. You can't um, not just have... If you have a mountain just go missing, you gotta come up with something for why exactly. it did that. <laughs> That's an inadvertent adventure just waiting to happen. Exactly. Uh, All right. But anyways, uh, so yes. I like... stuff inside. Yeah, uh, I could. we could even have it be sort of a um, double layer where the tower is moving, maybe, mm-hmm. but it's not... It might be... Uh, you ever seen that weird uh, movie that came out like seven years ago, John Carter? Oh, absolutely. With yeah. like the big walking city, um, mm-hmm. so something like that, where that this the thing itself might not be, you know, a uh, direct so we're threat. More of like a like a like a spider, like uh, rather than like an upright. Uh, Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. this. Well, no, yeah, that's, uh, no, no, that's good. No, no. I'm saying I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm bouncing off of you. That is a good idea. That is better than just a big lumber. I think that's way more interesting. Well, we could uh, we could have it even be where the whole the whole thing is like a big. Uh, it's like it used to be a tower or something, and now it's just like this lumbering construct that is like it looks vaguely like humanoid even with like the tower parts. But mm-hmm. uh, in, in you have to maybe right away in this dungeon you have to fight this thing enough to get inside of it, and then mm-hmm. the rest of the dungeon is its whole inside area. 
Yes. And then maybe we have a smaller construct that's like the, uh, at this thing's heart that's guarding whatever's animating it. Oh yeah. Something you know what like this that? is oddly reminding me of? <laughs> the episode, uh, from Avatar The Last Airbender with the, uh, the oh. big drill. Oh yeah, the drill, the, the bossing say walls. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great episode. <laughs> uh, have you ever seen a, uh, the... Anatomy of a bacteriophage. I have, yes. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> in terms with of the, like shape and stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. With the little cilia and the the little yeah. like climby, graspy things on the outside and then the thick yeah. wall and the squishy innards. Oh, and the top could be like uh not an observatory. Or is it is it an observatory? But you know, like a glass dome. Like a big <laughs> Yeah, like an, like a big viewing uh sort of platform that this wizard yes. would have used to gaze upon the stars and whatnot. Okay, yes. I like. So we have this big lumbering tower thing. Well, I don't want to take this too far from your original concept, though, because oh. Beastemoth or whatever is also very interesting. So I, it's your choice. Do you want this to be something more alive or more that's a good, that's construct? That's a great question. I didn't even think about that. Um, I don't know. Don't know? Uh, okay. Well, we could start to design it and then figure that out Yeah. to try to see. Well, let's, let's go through our other reasons for what this why this thing is and I mean, what it is seeing, seeing a walking tower or like a tower a moving tower mm-hmm. in the silhouette uh, over the horizon of the trees or over you know in the yeah woods, that's that's also a pretty that's pretty, pretty cool <laughs> well yeah oh it'd be cool even if we had oh i'm thinking Ooh, i don't know why i just got this uh this auditory like uh sound shoot, shoot, shoot. In, in my head like you know a stampeding herd of like a uh, ox or like some yes. big animals like yes. this like like this thundering like uh noise in the distance i have and they seen might... a lion king yes <laughs> exactly <Sorry. laughs> the saddest part <laughs> sorry spoilers in case you haven't watched the 20 what 22 year old movie now it's crazy uh, yeah yeah something like God. that i feel old okay um but you have this like thundering noise and players might be like oh it's a you know it's a stampede or it's a some kind of giant herd of creatures is coming yes. towards them and then breaking through the trees is just like this big tower this huge tower that is like carried on almost like a centipede or like millipede just like these hundreds of like stone protrusions mm. that like pull it along or something i don't know That'd be interesting. could make that sound that was just a sound thing though we could also do more upright we could do uh more like- spidery what about like want? just thousands of little legs like <laughs> or, i mean not little but like spin like yeah spin legs like yeah that. yeah okay Ooh, that's... Or, <laughs> or sorry i'm pulling from like i am just naturally pulling from all of my favorite just uh, go yeah that's the, it's not it's not uh it's not plagiarism if you're inspired by it so. no i was like because i know you ask all of your guests like oh what was the most like formative cartoons and i'm just pulling them out anyways go but, for yeah you're 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 beating me to the punch so yeah. <laughs> keep going uh, i'm loving it <laughs> nausicaa of the valley of the wind okay the giant ohm insects okay yeah so There's maybe something like that interesting okay and for a visual on that uh, it's been a while since i've even watched oh, that yes. movie so could you describe in more detail give a little sensory uh description of what that would be like you think imagine a giant arthropod like a like a beetle or mm-hmm. i want to say an earwig or a silverfish that's yeah. like um, segmented and mm-hmm. but has a dozens of legs of you know sharp 
segmented legs yeah. only in the front and it's basically just dragging this big segmented body with like dozens and dozens of dome shaped eyes that mm. sort of like that can even like change uh change color and shade with its sort of behavior and attitude and uh, also dozens of tiny little spindly wire um, sort of filament like feelers mm. in the front um, just beneath the the forward yeah like, it's such a cool image it's such a such a like interesting design on that oh yeah and, and they make a like a noise like, <laughs> yeah. and they travel in like herds and they're they're like an eldritch being yeah like at least in like you know um, yeah it's terrible it's terrifying world. frankly <laughs> like, i think you would be terrified if you saw that coming oh towards God. you but they are really cool and okay the des- the sort of uh design and structure of that would be super cool to take as a bedrock for this Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. So, the, as far as the gameplay of this, do you want it to be a infiltrate the big thing, take it down from the inside? Do you want it to be, uh, like, avoid the big thing while, you know, um, like, doing various tasks nearby that slowly chip away at it and bring it to its knees until you can, like, have a proper fight with it? Do you That want is it? a great question. Yeah. I think it would be more fun to take it down from the inside, but okay. I think the possibility of taking it out from the outside, like disabling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think maybe well. we combine them and we can have a part where initially it can't, like it's, we have to it, in some way render it, you know, immobile it's or immobile. disable it so you can get inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that could be cool. Because... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm thinking back to the, the other... Uh, like the other dungeons I've designed and yeah, seen yeah. and all that, and I'm thinking like, I, th- I think it's often that you have the sort of um, go into this thing and find the source of the evil and take it out. That's a pretty you know established trope in dungeons and all that. But mm. I think a more, not more interesting, but a more um, unique thing would be to have the like big fight at the beginning to get into this thing and then mm. have a have the flow be more of a like start on a very high note rather than a slow build the whole time yes, towards yes, a big bang yes. start on a high note you know have yes. a lull in the <laughs> middle where they sort of explore this unfamiliar very mysterious very creepy in innards of this thing and Absolutely. then a big burst of energy at the end when they have to you know something else maybe this thing comes alive with them inside of it and they have to fight their way out something like that but we'll get to Absolutely. it I just think I, the, the flow of it could be a, like a U-shape rather than the typical like exponential. <laughs> yes. Because okay. like, yeah, like all, all great movies start with like a, a chase scene. Like, <laughs> or something, you know. Okay. Yes, every every single good movie starts with a chase scene. That is all, an established fact. Them. All of them. There is no ex- excluded. Uh, all, it applies to everything. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Die Hard. You got Die Hard 2. <laughs> You got Die Hard 3. <laughs> you got... I'm trying to think of other movies that start with PC. You got Fast and... T- too Fast, Too Furious. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, Nausicaa, that we were just referencing. Nausicaa. starts with a chase. Yep. You got... A lot of Studio Ghibli movies actually start with a chase. I think you might be onto something. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> because, yeah, Nausicaa starts with a chase. Um, uh, Mononoke starts with a chase scene. I get technical, well, sort of. Yeah, it's like well, a hunt- it's, it's, it's like a hunting scene, but same thing. None of them are chase chases. It's more yeah. of like you know, a soft pan in, <laughs> suddenly ramps up to eleven. Yeah. Okay. I think that's how this one can start too. So, yes. let's and go- the soft fade in is just more you know 
them taking the job going into the woods mm -hmm. and then the big up uh, is first like, contact so yeah the rumors of a um do we want him to know do we want the rumors or, or whatever the local tales or whatnot do we want those to say how much detail do you want of this thing do you want it to just be like sounds in the woods do you want it to be like an old like terrifying wizard tower that people are afraid of do you want it to be where they think it's something else entirely i think it would be great if it was described as like a wizard's uh, a wizard's tower that's just going haywire mm. but not like not be specifically mobile i think that'd be a fun little twist to throw yeah. in Okay, so it's a wizard's tower that has uh, suddenly like awakened from some from a dormant state. Yes, and is threatening the uh, nearby countryside. You Got know, it? I just want to say your like style of compositing or yeah, compositing <laughs> everything and bringing it all together like that's what's gotten me like through dungeon mastering like. <laughs> I've watched what? everything. I already told you I've watched everything. Matt Colville. I've watched uh, Satine Phoenix. I've watched all of Geek and Sundry. Uh, Handbooker Helper. Uh, Critical Role. Uh, for, what is it? Uh, the College Humors podcast. Mm, yeah, yeah. College Humor is a great one. <laughs> I've watched all sorts of stuff, and like none of it has like gotten me into just sitting down and planning out a module and like. <laughs> putting it together like you <laughs> I, I always i always thought the the planning and stuff was the most fun part and i, I always see this is going to be a bit for a, a, a let me okay. rant on this but like i always see like uh if i watch these podcasts or i watch you know i was getting into dungeon mastering five something like that years ago and i would watch these these uh talks about you know professional dungeon masters giving their you know, oh, this is how I get ready for sessions, or oh, this is how I run my games. And it was like 50-50 split, one or the other. They would either like <laughs> spend a day just like sitting there and writing and planning and like pulling stat blocks and putting like little little colored markers in their books and everything. <laughs> or they would be like, yeah, I just open a Google Doc and write like penguin with a suit. And, like Fumble. a list of three names and like magic sword that shoots fire. And then, <laughs> like, various <laughs> random symbols and maybe, like, you know, uh, like, put, like, 4d6 trap damage or something. You know, it's just, like, a bunch of random details and then just roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought there's... I was like, well, that's weird. I feel like there has to be a... Me and neither of them sounded like that, that was enjoyable. That's the thing. It was either... It, it was, like, a chore. Like, you sit down and you yeah. do this because you have to. Or you just get it over with in 20 minutes because you don't like do it you don't like planning <laughs> you know even less fun exactly so i don't know i wanted to and but i would sit down for a dungeon and i would be like man what if they did this or this or this and yeah. i don't know i feel like if i just start writing these things down and make a dungeon out of it and stuff and you don't you see it doesn't take very long i mean oh, no. Even on this podcast, if we just sat down and made this thing without, you know, bullshitting and all this, it'd probably take, what, like two hours? That'd be awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, like, but, like, you know, the... I don't know. I feel like it's there's a middle ground, and I 
that's what I'm going for on this podcast. So I started it is because I wanted, yeah. I didn't want dungeon mastering to be this horribly intimidating thing that you feel like, oh, I can't do this. Like, oh, yeah. you see, we're just sitting here and being like, what if Big Crab City? And you're like, yes, good. <laughs> like, what if Nausicaa? Yes, good. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, okay, it's awakened this wizard's tower. It's threatening the countryside. As... Oh, I, I brought that up because I'm already like 12 steps ahead and you're style as like like i can't go 12 steps ahead or i'll forget where i am <laughs> i see the trick is you yeah, i have like, to like i'm phased into multiple spaces in this dungeon's timeline at once i'm like trying to part of my brain's figuring out what <laughs> the final boss is gonna be part of me's figuring out exactly. what magic items i want in here part of me's you i know. already know what final boss is. like <laughs> easy <Done. laughs> don't spoil it we gotta save something Okay, um, I'll just I'll write, I'll write it down for me. <laughs> so, do we want this countryside to be uh, like foresty? Yeah, I'm thinking of a, a densely wooded valley type. Okay. Uh, you know, generic kind of. <laughs> no, uh, not generic. Something unique about this place. So, densely yeah, wooded valley um, that has all of the trees are on fire. No, <laughs> we could. <laughs> we terrible. could. That'd be. Um, uh, oh, it could be uh, interesting. Um, non-typical, like you know, British forest. We could do like. Oh, more... I always love the look of aspen trees, like okay. birch, like the white bark. It's there just... we go. Mm. Yeah, see that white, that white, black bark with the. Uh, oh, like the, the size the, of red. Yeah, yeah, huge aspens. Um, what were you? Thinking? You were gonna say something. I was gonna say aspens are my absolute favorite tree because of the sound they make. Really. Yep. They uh, they're known as they're known as quakies if you uh, if you've ever been to like Colorado or somewhere that has like huge aspen forests. Yeah, and if you ever just like sit there in the middle of the aspen forest, you can just hear this like this like wind noise that blows through them and makes this. Oh, it's so beautiful, and I think that would be a cool setup for suddenly the the quaking like stops and you just hear this like thumping. <laughs> yeah, just like lumbering, uh, like a like a like a like a whine or not a whine it would be like a whir yep. and then a ka-chunk awesome. and another whir simultaneous you know i'm an engineer and and uh, like by by profession <laughs> i went to school this is still like like perfectly accurate i feel like this, this is exactly. how, uh, that's how i would design stuff as an engineer i feel like i want it to be you know like <laughs> 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 Yeah, I've, I've built contracts by those designs exactly. Got it. <laughs> People are like, hey, can you build me something that goes like, spooker, spooker. and you're like, ah, I was thinking more like a skirt, spoop, skirt. Yeah, and then occasional <laughs> is necessary. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> bit of an odd bit, but I'll, yeah, yeah. we'll take it. Um, so they do they see this thing? I mean, does it come like charging at them or is it just nearby? I think um I feel like the they I, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking it's like um If we want to really ramp up the tension, this king can just like not even be aware of players and just like all yeah, like run over them, you know? <laughs> yes, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking like a sort of like a um a what's it called? It's heading towards them. Like the uh -huh. distance is being shortened, but it's an off angle. So like the players are gonna have to like basically get in its way in mm. order to Oh, okay. Maybe like, I don't know. Interesting. Um, okay, so 
Oh, does this thing have like a reason that it's that it's moving around? Is it That's doing something? You know. So clearly, this wizard builds constructs. He's into transmutation. Yeah. Something like that. Um, so it's probably just like I don't know if it's an abandoned wizard tower and it suddenly gets up and walks away. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Maybe uh, maybe there's like a construct or something within it or controlling it. That's yeah. Sort of like, is now working independently of the wizard and is no longer okay got it. somehow through the passage of time has gained sentience or blah, blah, blah. oh i love i love the idea of uh like um what is what is it called like gained over time naturally there's a word for yes. that um shit uh like it's just like acquired conscience basically or con consciousness acquired consciousness like over time sounds, of just that like a thing. something something being made that originally didn't have independent mind but just sitting there for long enough it suddenly like boop and now it, it suddenly is like oh i am <laughs> exactly okay so this thing is being controlled by a um ooh. i mean there, we could do the trope of having the thing inside of it just be like mad driven mad by its own consciousness or we could do a more uh perhaps subtle approach and have it be driven by um, just the need to survive. It has like this gr- fear of death because it knows like it came from nothing and it doesn't want to return there. So it might want to, uh, it might be just avoiding dying at all costs. So it has death. this horrible, like it just destroys everything around it to make sure there's no threats. <laughs> That's really interesting. And I like it a lot. Okay. But what if? Uh-huh. Go for it. Inside who is controlling it is just trying to figure out how the, how the tower works. <laughs> that's way funnier (laughs) like a baby trying to figure out how to okay yeah got it so the wizard used to be able to control this thing easily maybe and then this this thing is like has no idea how it works and it's just got it okay but i I, I don't know if it should be like the tower picking itself up and walking away or if like there's a construct that the wizard has made inside of it that's sort of it has some big levers in front of it that it's using yeah yeah i like that yeah it's it's it has some kind of center of control where it can it can move this thing around yes okay so uh oh and you're are you thinking for the aesthetic of this tower more traditional middle-aged stone style with like magic controlling it or are you thinking steampunky with like the like gears and mechanisms and stuff or a mix magic all the way i run a very magic got it okay I know you don't particularly agree, but I like it. Hey, I love high magic myself. I just, I like, there's a difference in my mind between, as as I've said previously on the stream, but, you know, between the high magic and the uh, high knowledge of magic. I feel like Mm. the ability of magic to do these, this incredibly, like, amazing things is really sick, but... I feel like it should be rare enough where when people see it, it is in fact amazing and not something where you'd be like, oh, another walking tower. What's new, you know? But like, I I think that's fantastic. The feeling of like, oh, another walking tower, easy peasy. That's me, that's great. That's pretty sick, yeah. Okay. I I can see the appeal. Uh What's it called? Uh, Like, just casual, high, like, my players um, in my, my family's campaign we were doing a um, they were meeting a wizard that they used his tower or whatever and um i had this entire spiel where basically um his tower served them tea on its own essentially <laughs> a bunch of like high magic things like uh like uh, my younger sibling tried to like you know go into a cabin and pull out some tea of their own and yeah put 
put a put it into the kettle that was or that took itself out of and filled itself with water and was now heating up on the stove. Nice. And they tried to you know liquor's tea. So I had them find a tiny little chest, but the chest wasn't just like a small little box. It was like as if a giant chest was like minimized and it has all the detail of the little grains. Oh nice. So they opened it and it's basically a little chute that leads down into this massive array of like hundreds of tea bags. <laughs> just this can, like, like walk in closet of tea. <laughs> in a little tiny pocket chest that you can like scroll through and that's awesome and then like i had them like pick one and then put the chest away and then open the kettle but there was already tea in it (laughs) (laughs) because it's all self-automated and then the tea like goes over to the coffee table sets itself down pours itself a nice cup and like pulls itself up with a little spoon and the spoon stops in front of the most arcane talented of the party and then basically is waiting for like a command of how many scoops (laughs) it wants in your teacup and like does the scoops and all that sort of stuff goes around the table automatically does the wizard's cup because the wizard isn't uh, attending oh Uh, yeah like the tea kettle sort of like expands at the base and then little radial doors kind of open up and it reveals like this tiny little oven and a bunch of little cookies fly out and land on plates next to the cup. I love this. Like that's, that is high magic, like out the wazoo, but it's so casual and mundane. Yeah. It's used in some mundane way. Just, just making it I, feel so so like normal okay yeah like, and that that's the kind of fantasy that i love i okay, feel like there's let's a, do that yeah. then <laughs> so sorry we to got, go on that show. no mm-hmm. that was that was amazing great description great uh description of it i could really see that that was awesome and i think let's go all the way in there then i'm i would like to explore that high fan super like high high fantasy world so if we get this unpracticed construct that is un- improperly guiding this tower. Um, so how are players, what do players have to do to gain entry then? So this thing is, is they see it sort of rampaging through the woods nearby. And it clearly is sort of like jerking and like making flailing like irregular motions. Um, yeah. And so does it, does it attack them when they get near it? Or do they just have to like subdue it? If provoked, it will attack. Mm, or if okay. it's if it's subdued, like the moment that it is immobilized, it will like um, if it's damaged or immobilized, it will start attacking. Okay. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that that's fair. Uh, but yeah, in okay. terms of getting into it, like, I don't know if that's like a, if they should use the what's it called if they should use the legs. Well, actually. What's it called? Something that I love about um, another favorite uh, intellectual property of mine mm-hmm. is the Titanfall universe. Oh yeah, which I really love because, uh, like, if you look at how the Titans are constructed, mm-hmm. there are there are footholds and handles. Yeah, you, there's there places to climb all over them. Yeah. That's how they're designed. So it's like you know, if this guy that makes yeah, sense so, in the universe. So that's what I'm okay, so there's there's like little there's cleverly integrated ways to climb this thing into like in its design. Like on its like if there's there's front legs that like you know um, got have it little things that lead yeah up to the front I think having we could just uh, detail multiple ways to get into this thing maybe so uh, this might be a dungeon where it would be nice to do like a man uh, I wish I I wish I uh, I'm to, if you go in this room then this well, I, I, this or yeah. what are you saying I was saying like uh, this dungeon would be a great one to do a isometric view with. Let me see if I can. I don't there know is, how to use 
there is an isometric function in Dungeon Scroll. I just oh, have, I tried using it, but it had a terrible it, time. It is so hard to use, <laughs> and I, yeah, I don't know how to use such things, but I, we could, I could try to do the isometric view in Dungeon Scroll and try to get that to work, maybe. I, I think I, this thing's I also, more 3D. Huh. I've gotten used to, to being able to read maps. I think the 2D map is just easier to read in general, so yeah. I'll just do multi-layered 2D. But to get into this place, um, where do you want the entr entrances, places so, players can get in to be? Front door. Front door, yeah. Like all Wizards Tower have a front door. Yeah. In Ooh, I think maybe to be a little more intimidating, instead of a door at the front, do you want to do yes. like a portcullis that looks like teeth? <laughs> yeah, <good>. Yes, okay. <laughs> absolutely. That's awesome. <laughs> But like the lower jaw like opens outwards. Yeah, yeah, like like, like you know, uh, like a drawbridge style where it like op can like snap shut. <laughs> yeah. and then, uh, the, or the the cobble or well, yeah, like their teeth. Are we thinking like a metal portcullis that like has little sharp bits at the bottom? Yeah, oh, I was thinking, I was thinking like you know a typical portcullis just slams shut from the top and has those spiky bits at the bottom. I was thinking sort of a variation on that theme where it has a top and bottom ones that like snap together like a mouth. <laughs> But I'm also imagining a front door that you can't see through. Hmm, okay. So, so maybe see. maybe like a courtyard style area inside and then a front door? Hmm. Or we could, I, what, whatever you want to do, go for it. Like an antechamber or do you mean like, a, like with a yard? Oh, true. Yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> I was the, for, I said oh, port calls and then I was like, oh, it's a castle. It has a courtyard now. Castle of you. Oh yeah. Okay. So, what do you mean by like door they can't see through? Because uh, a portcullis has. Oh, it has. It's form. yeah. Okay. So we could do then. Yeah. Okay. So maybe portcullis style, but it's just like plates yes. of metal. Yes. Perfect. That they can't see. Okay. Um, is uh, plated metal uh, portcullis that uh, acts as the quote unquote mouth <laughs> of <laughs> of this thing. Um, otherwise, how else can they get in here? Uh, how else can they get in? Uh, I imagine there would be a balcony, perhaps on the back. Okay. Uh, Probably, like, floors up or something. Yeah, that would be cool, then. They could, they could, like, jump from the trees to get onto the balcony nearby. Maybe there's, like, a, uh, a closed window on the, on the first floor, but at the... Yeah, uh, yeah, like, a little rear entrance through the balcony that can, yeah. they can break a, break and enter. <laughs> yes. And they can use, like, Well, because this is a high-level dungeon, too, so... Um, we're going to have to account for players being able to fly and yeah. teleport and whatnot. <laughs> but then again, it's a wizard's tower, so we can always have some nice little magic precautions. Yeah. Them from teleporting everywhere. <laughs> Abjuration. Uh, there's a, a nice, uh, nice force field that's mm -hmm. surrounding you. Well, I assume this thing would have some kind of defensive magic for sure. That oh, yeah. makes it so they can't just like, you know, transmute its legs into like insects and it just falls over. <laughs> okay, so has a window on this thing's balcony. Okay, so we have the front, back. You want like a top entrance, <laughs> like a chimney or something? Yes, uh, I'm thinking. Actually, yeah, chimney works. Chimney is perfect. Okay. Actually, I feel like. Or like something that connects to like a boiler room or some kind of like. I don't know. I, th I think it'd be hilarious if, like, <laughs> yeah, he's a high-level wizard. 
he does transmutation. He made this freaking construct uh-huh. tower, but he still relies on like <laughs> his, his air conditioning is still just a regular fireplace, <laughs> like a normal fireplace. Oh. Yeah, that would be... Oh, oh yeah, what if it, like in the center of this place there's like a little study, like a cute little, like, yeah. cozy, like, very homey library-style study exactly. with a little fireplace and chimney? Yes. Okay, chimney. Uh, obviously, the chimney would be pretty hard to get to because it's tiny yeah. and it's on the top, but if they do, it's they slide down lit. into the fireplace. Yeah. It would probably be lit just as, like, a, a sort of power source, maybe? But no, no, that's overthinking it. <laughs> I think just having like smoke coming out of it would be cute. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good, yeah. Um, okay. And then um as far as the other windows and stuff on this thing, do you want them to be like reinforced or do you want I them think, to be breakable and enterable? I think on like the first floor, mm-hmm. it should look it should be a mundane looking uh window so that, yeah. like, you know, if you're on the first floor, you can just look out casually. Actually, I think most windows should be okay. just nice ports, but like they're protected by some sort of mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they might be just all like arcane locked or something, or like just the just like the first floor would be okay. protected, not like upper floors. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> well, I say the lower windows, he probably just as a precaution would be kept locked. Yeah, absolutely. I think we can have so many cool, like, magic uh, precautions. Oh, yeah. Like, this wizard is just super, like, protective. And oh, he yeah. just has, like, like, the whole, the walls are just, like, greased. And, like, the, <laughs> the windows are locked shut. And there's, you know, there's all sorts of weird, like, traps and things they have to deal with. Yeah. Like, the cobblestone, you know, is, is just, it looks like normal cobblestone, but it's absolutely slippery, like, greased. That's a great idea. <laughs> Yeah, like the outside, it looks like it has a ton of handholds, and then you grab it, and it's just like, just boiled. Yeah. Uh, that actually, like, remind, like, what's it called? You can always, like, this This is for whoever DM is, like, running this out there. <laughs> like, you can always, like, just make, make stuff up if yeah. you don't want, you know, your character to quite get in through that way. But make it in a way that's fun. Yeah, not, yeah, like, yeah. Oh. Don't... <laughs> Like, don't shut things down just for the sake of shutting them down but if there is a if it would severely break the flow of the dungeon like may, maybe think of having something that uh that you know a, a sudden is it especially helps if the dungeon is set up to be a domain of a wizard that is very powerful because then you can always think of some sort of spell or magical effect that could nullify oh, whatever yeah. ultra out of the box thing that your player tries to do to get in here like stone shape through the wall or something (laughs) (laughs) not to mention like what's it called if they get a natural 20 it's a natural 20 you can't ignore that you can't take that away from the the player yep Uh, that 20s do be like that (laughs) i was gonna say like always improv because like that entire bit where they went into the wizard's tower Mm -hmm. got the got the tea bags got the little kettle that was entirely improvised nice entire in the moment and it was awesome look at you i didn't even i didn't even know that the wizard was gonna serve them tea i just wanted to give (laughs) he didn't even like he was a coffee drinker initially (laughs) and then look what happened (laughs) but yeah that's like it it became a really memorable moment for most players nice uh at least the two that were paying attention (laughs) (laughs) oh My dad was. He, my dad's not a role player, so he's ah. just like he's just like. Oh, where's the next thing I could swing, mm-hmm. swing my great? I want to hit something with my big stick. God yeah. damn it! Quit serving me tea. <laughs> I don't even like tea. <laughs> I always hated it. That's exactly what my dad sounds like. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do we want the general layout of this place? Do you want it to be like a big sort of big cube? How do you want it to be um, laid out? Like a rectangular? Do you want it to be like a big sphere? Circle, circle, circular tower. Circular, uh, got it. Like cyrillical deal? Yeah, cylindrical. Got it. Like, uh, uh, but technically conical in terms of like, it gets a little smaller. Yeah, yeah, it goes, goes up. Okay, so I'll do, do multi-leveled conical tower. Um, for the initial level, <laughs> say, say, hmm. Do like 50, like 100 feet. Yeah. And then going up. Do... 100 feet is very big. <laughs> yeah, I, well, that's true. That, that's good. I think, no, 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 no. <laughs> Bring it back to 100. I will like it. Okay. <laughs> well, I was just thinking if so, this thing's like big and intimidating, I want it to be, you know, exactly. to have this wow factor. And we could have even... like extraneous little uh, minarets and towers and stuff that are that's, yes, sort that of is, bulging from the outside of this thing, you know? What if it's a battle battlement on top? That's how they. Oh get it. yeah. Okay. Duh. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> but it's something like you were saying, like yeah. way back. You know, sometimes the lore just writes itself. It like, does. It do. Yeah. I can't deny. Okay. So and then that and then a little battlement on the top. Okay. So we got like a. It's like an ice cream <laughs> scoop <laughs> tower, but. Yes. So Remember. first level, they have this door to get in, and um, well, while I'm while I'm detailing this, I'll ask you the big question. I know I f I forgot it on one of the recent podcasts, but I don't want to. And we've already you've already talked about certain influential childhood cartoons, but do you have any that are uh, that you feel like really gave you a different outlook on uh, on your life or how you live it than you would have if you hadn't watched this cartoon? I already mentioned Avatar the Last Airbender but that really actually only took me like in my later years like within the okay. last like four or five well three or four years uh, after well during college mostly is when I enjoyed it the most <laughs> okay. but, uh, what's it called what really shaped me oddly enough was Codename Kids Next Door okay nice <laughs> choice favorite all time cartoons like, nice. like that's it's just superb also I like a 20 foot entryway that's that's good <laughs> okay <laughs> obviously like I, I know you're doing you gotta it gotta have a big so, door I... exactly big yeah. door big tower for a big wizard exactly what is he compensating for who knows who knows Anyways. that's not important quit asking questions <laughs> <laughs> but uh codename kids next door fantastic they do a lot of like star wars references and star wars mm -hmm. like, all-time intellectual properties just like just because there are so many things that it can take cater to and like i like my favorite star wars movie is rogue one not even one hey of, a man of culture about, i don't care about luke i don't care about i mean han solo is pretty cool but i don't care about like you know yeah Oda. give me give me day-to-day -day lives of like yes. brave people in this amazing universe <laughs> exactly give me like you know saw Gerrera. give me mm -hmm. oh god what a what a sick character yeah give me give me people who will do everything to accomplish for, for it for like what might amount what might amount to nothing like you know and that's a uh, second cartoon uh seamless segue uh, <laughs> uh star wars the clone wars the oh TV yes shows. nice because uh, like my favorite my favorite thing about star wars is the clones like that's just like oh they're so cool like, they're there's Sorry, yeah. I keep interrupting. Go. <laughs> uh, I want. I want to hear your side because I. I already know my side. I. I want to hear yours. No, I'll talk about the clone. But this is. This is. I want to hear yours first. Okay. It's like, like 
like there was this dumb joke that I read a while ago that was like uh, it was that um, lazy town format with with what's his name and Dave Filoni is uh, mm. is like uh, do you, do you want to care about it? the death of a nameless, faceless soldier? <laughs> no. Would you like to? Would you like? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's true. So, it's incredible how they how they get yeah, you to care like, so much about literal clones. Literal, like they're they can be nameless. You've never heard their name. They could be just one of in a dozen. And illegally, they're faceless because they look identical to their brothers and everything. Yep. Yeah, and crazy. then they're like. They're like eight years old. They're they're children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, like that's the craziest crimes. part. Children who do war crimes. Yeah, it's like uh, something else. But um, what's it called? Oh, uh, I was gonna say while you're building this, I like um, I like it when Wizards Towers like have multiple stairways on the first yeah, couple. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like you know. I was but, just thinking like grand entrance hall for the initial part, yes. but we don't have to do that. We could do like right up to a stairwell. We could do anything. No, grand entrance is perfect. Okay. Grand entrance is absolutely like, I think maybe a little waiting room off to the side or something. Yeah, absolutely. Have a little... I think that plays into like the, the weirdly like cozy atmosphere in some of this place. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, oh no. For whatever but, reason, I'm having some trouble drawing the geometry. Okay. Trying to indicate windows. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. It's not going to, doing windows in 2d is always because you got to do you just have to break up the shadows instead of actually oh. making windows <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not intuitive at all i know it's not because they're just <laughs> walls that you can see through um okay so you can enter through there well that then it just looks like the floor see the problem I have? See, can't There's have nice things this, this let me, I never do, so let me just i've been sweet. using this thing for what freaking eight months now i should be decent at it by now <laughs> um you know i need smaller rectangles okay sorry <laughs> i'm getting angry no no <laughs> so this is hilarious it's aggravating sometimes god damn it okay i i i draw all my dungeons by hand on little grid paper yeah on gee i used to <laughs> really Oh yeah, but now you have to do it for. Can't do that anymore. If I have to, you know, do them all for the podcast. Okay, that looks all right. Those, I think, they should be recessed into the wall. Damn it! You're having a little insight into my, my, like your terminal, your struggles. My, yeah, yeah, exactly. My. <laughs> I love it. That's what I'm here for. Okay, so, anyways, uh, you said sitting room off to the side. I like that. What's in this grand? Do you think? Uh, I would imagine just like you know. Wizards, wizards do what wizards do, so it's just a bunch of like, you know, <laughs> portraits. Of the I wizards. like that. Just a, a bunch of portraits of just the oh, same guy. What if like he has paintings of him in front of his like inventions? So it's like oh, okay. what you're gonna see in the tower. Oh, we could even have it sort of like like give a, off a weird vibe where it's like family portraits, but it's just him and a bunch of constructs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. I love it. Like he he literally has like a small one like swaddled as like a baby and like just this weird vibe. Oh uh, yeah, I, I hate that. So that means I love it. <laughs> it. It's the stamp of cannon. Can you hear me dropping my metal pen on the curb? I the can. Box? Yes. Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> um, with various constructs, um, he seems happy. They don't. 
very good. All right. Uh, what else is in here? Do we want this to have like a? Oh, do we want maybe there to be a secret area in this level that leads down Absolutely. to that study with the chimney? Absolutely. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. We can we can out. put it somewhere else once we detail the other areas in this in this yes. room, but. Uh, just an idea for now. Uh, what do we think of your light sources? Light sources. Um, I'm thinking magical light sources. Just having ever burning flames or whatever they're called. <laughs> yes. I don't. I don't know if you're referencing an actual. Thing it's a you. spell that you can. It's like ever ever something flame. But anyways, second level conjuration spell. Second level. Wow. While sconces have uh, like I think it's. I damn, what, what, what is it called? Sconces entirely. Huh? Just, no Scott. Oh, just flames hanging nearby the walls? Yes. That's very magic. I like it. Okay. Um, hanging in the air are um, like warm balls of everlasting fire that provide a cozy, if uh, a tad like irregular light. Oh, can the lights be activated by opening the door? Absolutely. Yeah, they all sort of flash yes. into existence and maybe if they go in through the back they don't turn on <laughs> yeah yes exactly and the entire place is sort of more foreboding oh yeah and, and the dungeon that i wrote uh did for my parents it was also with a tower obviously um uh technically it's the same wizard tower but it's like a different parallel got complicated it. Stuff. i won't get it's into okay. it uh, <laughs> what's it called uh there was supposed to be like a pressure plate uh, mm. at the very beginning okay that they seem like a trap, but it just activates like a hologram because it gives a big long introduction to the to the wizard and the <laughs> tells you who it is and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But but they you never can't very it. well put a pressure plate on the floor and not expect players to think it's a trap. Exactly. No, I wanted them to think it's a trap. Oh yeah, good, good. Balls, like, yes, like, mind games. Click, be like, oh god, I'm gonna die, and then just a little and the hologram is like, hello, welcome. To Hi there, welcome to my home. Exactly. To your right, you'll find my gallery of tea. <laughs> Make yourself comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wish I recorded that because that was a good. That was that was good. Uh, I love the the campaign I'm running for my my family and friends. That sounds Do very. It. it sounds very quaint and very. Uh, I like. I love the. Now that you've described to me the extent of the high magic in that campaign, I'm very interested. It sounds great. Okay. And that's every. But that's like. That's not even the beginning. There's <laughs> way more. Oh yeah, there is way more. Got like, it. I had his um, his protege sort of like enter uh, a few minutes after them. Like mm. he had a schedule appointment, and they just sort of walked in. So <laughs> he's like this little kid, this little nerdy kid with like like ginger curly hair that's unkempt. Yeah. He has like, you know formal um, you know like a school uniform, mm -hmm. and, but he tries to use like mage hand, just like a, a camp trip basically. But but he's like struggling really really hard to mm. make it, do, and he uses it to like pick his tea up and bring it to him, and like <laughs> he makes a big show out of it, and like nice. all the players applaud him when he succeeds and it's just dumb stuff like that it's just my cup of tea that's oh nice look at you with the puns <laughs> save the puns for the for the freaking title card huh <laughs> whoa what the see dungeon scroll is weird because sometimes you draw a wall and it just gets rid of the wall you already drew Oh yeah. I, there's plenty of stuff like that in this software that just makes no sense, but oh, yeah. I can't find oh, yeah. anything better, so. Yeah, especially not for free. Yeah, right. Um, 
Oh, by the way, shout out to Dungeon Scroll. I haven't done that in a while, but I use oh, yeah. Dungeon Scroll for all my dungeons. It's made by Portable Train over on itch.io, or you can find it at dungeonscroll.com, where you can use it for free. So go check it out if you want to make dungeons that look uh, sort of old school, paper, hand-drawn aesthetic, but with a whole slew of modern, sensible options in terms of color, design, and pretty much you can customize it to your heart's content. So. Go check that. All sorts of presets, all yeah. sorts of double stuff. Fun stuff. So, what else do we want to have in here besides the Great Hall? Uh, so we said portraits, mm-hmm. lights. Um, uh, what I like doing is putting two big, um, like, uh, like, sort of constructs, like a, like a. I, I usually do like suits of armor. Or, oh yeah, yeah. We can do like animated like armors on like yeah, lining skin. the walls or something. That's very, uh, that's very Curse of Strahd Death House of you. <laughs> you know, I've never looked at any of the official modules, and you have referenced, like, three ideas that I, I thought were mine. That I no, no, I, I just, I think, to be fair, having animated suits of armor guarding a wizard tower is not exactly Wizards of the Coast copyrighted intellectual exactly. property, so. I just think it's, it's, if anything, it's validating to me, because I'm like, oh. Yeah, you're I, like, oh, I, I, guess I, I'm an official Wizards of the Coast I, designer. I, I mean, uh, <laughs> worship me. Bow uh, to me. <laughs> yes, Anyways, oh, I actually haven't ran a lot of the official modules either. I've run uh, almost all of Curse of Strahd. Well, currently almost all of it. I've ran all of it. And then um, right. some of the, the Icewind Dale. But I'd like to run a full game of Icewind Dale. I feel like that would be great. I I want. I I want that. I want to run a game for you. I, want to <laughs> God, I wish I had every day, the, every night of the week, time to run D and D. I love playing, yeah. and I or I, gee, I think I would love playing. God yeah. knows, I haven't had the time to actually try played. it out. But I haven't ever really... played in a full campaign. No. What? Oh, a full campaign. But you've played like a session. I've played right? sessions before. Yeah. Okay. Because I've I've also I'm also the the longtime DM for for my groups. Yeah. But I've played obviously with yours so that's like <laughs> yeah i think i think it is an important sort of a- aspect of dming that you need to oh, yeah, not need to necessarily but it's a re- it's really helpful in my exactly. experience to play not just dm because there's a lot of stuff that you don't think of when you're designing especially or when you're yeah. planning a session that you would as a player if you heard someone being like how about this you'd be like please god no <laughs> so, <laughs> so, to be a student before you are a teacher yeah oh uh, yeah okay that's a good uh whatever the word is that <laughs> i can't think of that's a good uh, no, no, dear I, I, lord um my uh, brain don't work but I, was gonna, I was gonna say something crap I, yeah i lost my train of thought uh, okay I'm, I'm gonna give up on that thought that one died uh what other rooms are in here <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I'll just slap like, down some walls, and we yeah, will get right. to detail. I'd like the idea that these some of these rooms are like asymmetric. There's definitely should be a bathroom because I've never seen a bathroom in any. Okay. D&D. Okay. So I like that. So maybe we have so maybe typical typical first floor of like a fancy place that would have a sitting room, um, some kind of dining area to entertain guests. Maybe that's on the second floor. Um, and the washroom is just like a hole in the ground that goes straight to the you can just see the ground moving (laughs) okay (laughs) i like it yep um yeah bathroom could be here and we could have a 
Um, well, it could be like a guest sitting room, and then there could be a like oh, there could be a library down here. Yes, yes. Okay, and then there's a secret thing in the library, classic secret room in the library that leads down to like the private library of the wizard. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, like oh, maybe lead up to the private library. Oh, okay, yeah. Unless oh, that up. that would be cool then, because on the second floor there could be they could be like wait a minute, there's like. There should be a room here, but there's no door to it. How do we get in here? <laughs> exactly. Sounds good. That's a, that's, that's some good foreshadowing, sort of like spatial reasoning puzzling to what force about, your players to do. What about like a vertical study where instead of going to the books, your desk goes to the book. Like instead of bringing the books to your desk, you, the, desk <laughs> the desk moves to the books. It's yes. like one of those librarian uh, moving ladders, but it just yes. the whole... You just sit on a chair, and exactly. it just you just like uh, think of a book that you want, and it just like floats you up to it. <laughs> exactly, That'd I love it. So dumb, but uh, That's oh, great. I remember what I was saying. I was gonna say uh, I've been wanting to run Strahd, but like completely rebranded, so it's like I don't know, like instead of it being clearly a vampire, it's more like Snow White. <laughs> I love the like... idea of you doing Curse of Strahd, but just changing all the names slightly, <laughs> just calling it, calling it like you know. Uh, <laughs> Shadow of Strood or something like some <laughs> like super close to the official name. Yeah, I've literally been thinking of that, that sort of stuff. Like, I've already run uh, what's called their Stranger Things plugin, which is like this really. It's, I was gonna it's say, a, is that good? No, it's okay. Bad. That's I, what I was gonna ask. Having but... watched your dungeon dissection series and like trying to better and seeing what works and what doesn't outside <laughs> of that series, like. It's bad. I didn't it's like bad. It. Okay. So I haven't I played can... it. I've heard from literally everyone that it's terrible, though, and I really want to do a dissection on it at some point. It's, if it, its foundation is fun and I like it, yeah. and it's probably like the way I run it was I, I, the last third. I didn't even use the last third of the book. Not a <laughs> word from it. Like the first two halves are fun and they can like inspire you, but like. The last part is just abysmal. Absolutely. Unless you're adding crap loads of stuff onto yeah. it. Like, originally, you're supposed to, like... Can I spoil it? Is, is that oh, yeah, go for it. I, I don't care to actually play through it. If I would, I would do it iron ironically, so... <laughs> uh, but, uh, what's it called? Like, the... You're supposed to, you know, you take the job from the king, you go into a cave with troglodytes, you fight troglodytes, so you go through, like, a labyrinth, mm -hmm. and you're supposed to do a thing. At the end of the uh, labyrinth, you're supposed to called solve a silly puzzle that's not even very good <laughs> nobody knows got it and, and then you go through a portal into this like what is the you know the the upside down from stranger things essentially that's what okay. it's supposed to be but um that's the reference it's supposed to be and then you're supposed to originally you're supposed to be hunting the vessel hydra it's this you know big uh official D, &D monster with yeah. the big paw with the, all the heads it's like a you know conventional yeah, hydra, hydra. <laughs> um you're supposed to track it, and when you're in the Underdark, uh, the Demogorgon is supposed to, like, you know, also track you, be attracted to blood, and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And then you run into, like, you know, um, this awesome knight lady who's supposed to be just a stand-in for Eleven, and doesn't even... Oh, okay. She just sort of comes in, doesn't even, like, actually deus ex machina, but, like, that's how I would have used her, but... Um, <laughs> but they so, can't like, even do a deus ex machina, right? They can't do a deus ex machina, right? <laughs> Anyways, uh... And she's supposed to just come in, help huh. them a little, and leave, and, like, screw off. It doesn't, like, it's, 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 like, that's it. That's, there's nothing more with that character that they do. And then you eventually find the Thessal Hydra, hopefully, you kill it, 
and then they ran out of Stranger Things references because you know it's fucking, it, it, that's when it ends. Yeah, like there's there's no more D and D references past the Demogorgon in Stranger Things. Not that I'm I was gonna, I was gonna say it's more it's more of like a name reference in Stranger Things yeah. than an actual reference to the monster yeah. in D and D. I mean, the actual Demogorgon it has like two giant. It's nothing like what it shows in, <laughs> in Stranger like Things. And, tail and like all sorts of other yeah. stuff, which would be yeah. sick to see on the big screen. Absolutely. To be fair, but, but the flower head. Hey, if they got to go with flower head monster, who am I to? judge their creative decisions well actually let me judge their creative decisions i don't like it that much <laughs> i think it's stupid looking uh i thought it was a little spooky like it's spooky. Maybe... okay the initial impression with like the five petaled flower oh. thing opening up and it's all teethed and stuff that's really cool rest but... in peace barbara <laughs> oh no barb. poor barb dude yeah uh what's it called but anyways like <laughs> it's not like that's so you fight the monster you leave hopefully yeah. you find your way back so it's through the labyrinth and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so I, can't, I changed it completely. Instead of just like, I took the Demogorgon out entirely because I didn't think that my specific players would enjoy um, the um, getting haunted by another. Because that's not, my, parent, my, my, my family wanted a power trip. That's why they're playing. I, I know yeah, this. That's um, that, good. Good on you to know your players. So, so instead of having something hunt them, I, you know, just had, um, and he's playing a ranger, my dad, and I wanted him mm. to feel powerful. So I basically had him track the Fessel Hydra, the, what we were calling the tail trail, because, um, <laughs> just, it's fun. And I like um, the rhyming, yes. He tracked it to like a wizard's tower and it's like dilapidated and there's like a giant hole in it. And like, it looks like maybe the Fessel Hydra, like, you know, attacked the wizard tower mm. and like destroyed and all that sort of stuff. That's actually not what's going on at all. Uh, and, and, like slightly, but that's what it looked like. That's what I wanted to present yeah. it at. Um, there's also, or then find it, and they did a sneak attack. They killed it, made it really easy. Like, <laughs> Just it sneak up easy. on it and kill it in like okay. three turns. Yeah, absolutely. They were like third level players, and uh, they got a sneak attack round on it. And uh, he had like a hundred, or no, he had like seventy plus health, and he was gone in three turns. Oof. Which is great. Uh, my younger sibling got the final blow on it. Oh, that nice. Awesome. That's good for a power trip, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, my dad got, like, the big critical hit in the beginning. Like, he rolled a natural 12. Like, oh, my God. I was crossing my hand, my fingers so hard because I knew that if he got a natural 20 on his sneak attack, it would be he would remember it for, like, years. And he did it. <laughs> he got it. He got the natural nice. 20. That's I gave amazing. him an advantage in sneak attack, but he got it. And I was, ah. Uh, I was I could not have been happier. But anyways, that's so um, good. But yeah, so putting it in a wizard's tower, it's the same wizard tower I described earlier, <laughs> um, with big you know metal um, uh, guards or you know empty plate armor in the middle. Yeah, and then the floors are like a library. One of the floors is like a uh, a experiment room where there are smaller. Um, smaller pieces of armor that he's mm -hmm. very was experimenting with oh yeah i like the idea oh. that it gets as it gets higher up it may get like uh more more, more yeah more experiments more like personal stuff that the wizard doesn't you know show exactly. guests his, his bedroom was like the top floor yeah so um but he had like a guest bedroom that the vessel hydro was actually using which i just delightful but um <laughs> but uh what's it called uh the entire tower is like dilapidated like the the front room like clearly it was a bunch of like you know velvety nice furniture with like all sorts of stuff like uh, a really interesting carpet that's actually like one piece carpet but goes up several floors huh. so it's like clearly it has to have some magical yeah <laughs> one piece. so 
that's like fun little details like that. I yeah, love. those are those are those are good. Let's let's fill this thing with those little little details to give it a lot of character. I think that would be great. Uh, so yeah. these these animated uh, armors that are in this hall, what's uh, what's special about them? What makes them distinct from uh, from your typical like suit of medieval plate armor? I'm not sure. Let's um, do. Hmm. So what what was what would be their purpose then? They they're just here to defend this place yes, from intruders. They're, yeah. They're, okay. So uh, in that case, maybe then. Ooh, I like the idea of having them, uh, rather than the typical animated armor, it just like walks over and punches you. Maybe these are, um, like, they are mages in some capacity. So they have like, they have like uh, stored spells in them that they can yes, use. That's, yes, that's a great idea. Stored spells. Uh, they would obviously have swords and stuff. So, And we're looking at level 10, so that's going to be like a plus three sword. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of them could have a, a powerful like magic weapon that they could uh, they could what drop. If, what if one has a shield and sword, and the other one has like a halberd? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, I like the idea of them fighting as like a duo. Yeah, as a team. Like, like so, they they one of them takes up the front with like a huge shield and like a big sword, and the other one's in the back like firing off spells. Yes. <laughs> they fight like okay. a proper like player duo, you know? Yeah. Like they're actually like you know playing as sort of one mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, stuff. like they know what they know what each other's doing. Oh, maybe they even share an initiative. Ooh, that's good. That's good note. <laughs> um, I think this would be a sick enemy to have as like a single like stat block with the, like you know they do yeah. s the similar thing. Uh, no, probably just modify the animated armor stat block. But anyways, <laughs> um, so I can have a little reference. But um, what's it called? Uh, there's this one. Uh, web comment that I, I sure I don't need to shout out because it's pretty well well known, but it's like a sword, sword and something. But it's a very silly like it's all about swords. It's all about oh yeah. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Uh, but there's this one like uh, strip that they have that's a uh, <laughs> salt and pepper night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I just think that that's delightful, but like having that sort of like dynamic duo is just um, okay if you want to dm me that strip i can pull it up on, on oh, the yeah, that's video what, that's what uh, and pepper night unfortunately i am typing with a giant microphone you're fine me. yeah trust me I, I assume our listeners are used to hearing typing nearby a microphone because especially when i had my old mic set up where you could hear like constantly so. <laughs> it's a little better now but still not great all right i got the direct link okay shoot it I on like over they used roman numerals for their numbering their comic strips oh just... yeah swords okay yes i have yeah that's cute <laughs> prepare for my assault pepper knight <laughs> i don't need to recant the entire strip he's because... got spice knight <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I love the run of the mill battle. Nice. Uh, uh, their armors are so good. <laughs> right? That's what I was like. I That's love... great. Their design is fantastic. Plate armor can just marry me just as a <laughs> Marry so... me, plate armor. My it's me, favorite... me every time I play like Dark Souls or something and I see <laughs> exactly. all the armors and I'm like, ah. Oh. My favorite plate armors are actually the ones with like little holes everywhere because those are actually some of the most effective. Yeah. Like, ones like they're, they're the most, sweet like, they're still sturdy it makes them lighter yeah visibility like they're most oh, the golf club night or golf exactly. ball night 
golf club night. Uh, oh, that's good. Just a dad night with a golf club. All right. But what kind of like silly dynamic would these nights have, or were we just? Um, I think there's. Yes, I think there's some some kind of magical whimsy would be good. Um, hmm. Maybe like they 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 are pre. Oh, maybe they have uh they have magic mouth cast on them, and they say mm-hmm. like preset lines to invaders when That's they very... come in the tower. They're like, "You shouldn't have come." Like they they do like dad jokes basically when they are fighting off people. <laughs> they just reference a bunch of like pop culture. You shouldn't have come here. <laughs> Should never have come here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of just just like um having them say like. Like have have stuff to say to intruders, but only a few lines, and they just cycle through them or something like that. I don't know. Dishonored, another brilliant IP from, uh-huh. from I forget who made Dishonored it, but is uh, great, yes. uh, uh, Dishonored Two, mm-hmm. the big uh, those big weird night things that they have. Uh, oh what are they dear. Um, yeah, Jeez. yeah, yeah. You know the ones. Yeah, I know what you're talking but, about. Like, General Grievous made out of wood. Correct. Yes. <laughs> And, but but they they use like a what's it called like recordings from the inventor. To yeah, like, that's what I'm just, saying. Like they have like pre pre rendered recordings that they yes. spout. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. They Absolutely. spout pre recorded uh, one liners <laughs> at intruders. Okay, and, yeah, and they talk like it's like an old man voice because the or I assume I don't know who do you want this wizard to be? Do you want it to be like a who who, who are we? Playing it safe. I think we should do something ridiculous. Okay. Um, let me look at my notes to see if I have any like good ideas that I've written down. But, <laughs> I, it's so it's so strange. I guess it's not strange because the prevalence of it in in pop culture and whatnot of old man wizards. But as soon as yeah. I hear the word like wizard, especially wizard tower for whatever reason, I always imagine just like the wizard from like um from uh from uh shit uh sorcerer's apprentice, the like old dude with like the blue robe and the the hat where he's like I, you know i i don't know, I know what you're saying but Galgamar or whatever his freaking name is his stupid all name. i can imagine is uh Mar- who is it merlin but from the shrek universe <laughs> okay yeah that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty similar <laughs> i'm yeah. sorry sorry to put that in, in okay me. merlin from the shrek universe i have a conspiracy theory that he is the Ice King from Adventure Time in, like, a different timeline. <laughs> Elaborate. I feel like they're the same person. They have, they're so similar in, like, in, like, mannerisms and how weird they are and, like, how their, their whole, like, the, how they are wearing a robe, basically. And, like, it's just so, they have a bunch of weird similarities. <laughs> so, I feel like they, I don't know, it's my headcanon, but. I, I like it. Um. In terms of this guy, though, I, I, it is. I feel like we should do something ridiculous, but playing it safe isn't a bad idea either. There's yeah. no harm. Safe. I mean, uh, I feel like we could have like the the play it safe could be it being like a older dude, but the odd part of it could be how attached he is to his constructs. Yes. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> we established uh, that they have that he's they're like family to him. That's good. That's good. I, I like so. it. What. Uh, I, I always like um I usually have a like random table to roll on for like okay. classes and stuff that yeah. sort of like me in on what kind of person it is based mm-hmm. on what I already have like you know I, I won't use any examples but like you know 
if we just made him some random race. Oh yeah, um, let's toss him out there. Dude, I'll, I'll like do a random roll in my head real quick. Do, do, do. And my brain has landed on <laughs> dwarf for some reason. Yes, okay. that's good. I like it. Sorry for snapping in the microphone. <laughs> no, it's fine. Thanks for the thanks for snapping me out of it. My, I was like cycling between dwarf, uh, half orc, and, fr- and like tiefling for a bit, and then you snapped, and my brain just stopped on dwarf, and I was like, "That's it." The wheel of fortune, little ticking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slowly ticked off. Of <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, the sitting room off to the side. So we have the main hall with these things guarding it uh yes. once you fight the or i guess you could go through the doors uh before fighting them or like while fighting them but off to the side we have a sitting room for guests uh i already i put in a little detail here about how he might have a hobby of uh since he's clearly good at transmutation he might have a hobby of like doing these weird like impossible looking sculptures out of stone Ooh, that he shows off to guests really good. that's really good <laughs> so See, this had- is what- the big bucks this is why you're them because yes, like uh like modern art looking stuff where they're not like pretty necessarily but they're really uh, cool <laughs> i have an aunt who does modern art but she does wood sculptures and she likes doing that kind of stuff oh nice just like shapes art. just uh, studies and shape and whatnot yeah okay uh and then what else do you want in this sitting room uh, I'm just thinking is... like leather chairs, some some cool sculptures. Do you want to have like some sort of callback to your little tea thing where it has a some sort of tea serving device or mechanism? I feel like. Or is this, is this dwarf more of a coffee wizard? <laughs> I think he's more of a hard alcohol. Hard alcohol. Oh, oh, that would be cool if he had a little cabinet, like a decanter cabinet, where it can cycle through. Like, it looks like a normal uh, liquor cabinet, and then you can, like, spin it like a Lazy or like a lazy Susan. Yeah, but the spinning thing is, like, a hundred times bigger than it looks. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> just, like, like a, thousands oh. of bottles that you can cycle through. What if, uh, as I understand what you're describing, like, uh, I'm thinking of a little, like, um, like you know, uh, two-foot-tall little cabinet with glass doors. Yeah, but yeah. I'm imagining a little, um, what is it? Those little, like, spice turning tables yeah that's what i'm saying a lazy susan it's like a little spinny thing yes and you're saying like it goes on way, like where it should be going 100 or 360 degrees around and you should be at the same it bottle. just keeps going yeah, yeah like as you spin it there's like hundreds of different wines and and you like idea and you have you haven't run with it you have sprinted with it. <laughs> that is fantastic i love it a near uh with a over with a weirdly uh, broad selection of hard alcohol. Okay. We're just gonna pray that the alcohol that the players don't ask about specific brands or anything. <laughs> oh yeah, that's gonna be a test in improv. Um, gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna say brands left to the DM's discretion. <laughs> Uh, I I tend to go. I sometimes I put in stupid tables in my dungeon because I love when there's like useless tables of RNG to roll on and oh, stuff. Yeah. It makes it so much more like fun as a DM to read through that to see like I, the person who wrote it's like what they were thinking. I have an entire bookmark <laughs> folder that is just random tables. I have bands. I have nice. drinks. I have mountain ranges. I nice. have dumb stuff. Damn, you've got it on lock. I have my own stuff. I mean, I've been... Okay, you haven't asked me, but (laughs) I've been, like, making this world for, like, about a year and a half now. I've just, like... I haven't had the courage to, like, run 
uh, sessions until like a month or two ago. Okay, so you've been you've been homebrewing this thing for a while. Okay. Then what's the uh, give me the the highlights reel of this <laughs> world? So there, oh man, that that's kind of a big question. Okay, okay, I'll I'll, I'll narrow it down in scope. Give me the uh, is there a central quote unquote plot to this world, or is it more open ended? I'm hoping to have this sort of like um, at the very very end, like uh, this world changing event that's basically a like a, a plane. Sorry, you cut out what? There are basically, uh, in this world, there are what I'm calling oneironauts, which are basically um, onero coming from the Latin prefix meaning, I think, plane or something, or okay. or, or, or um, terrain. I trust which is basically, they're, they're plane walkers. They're, sh- they're plane shifters that basically their entire industry is just going to other uh, planes and realms and gathering rare resources and then bringing them back and selling them for... Uh, woefully inflated prices like or like for example uh, dwarves specifically go to the dwarves and dragons both um travel to the plane of fire in order to smelt their most rare um or their best um, okay. weapons and such yeah yeah their weapons and arms. um but basically because of that industry sort of booming at the time of the players playing there's this sort of calamity where basically um like this entire portal this world world portal is broken into and and massive or and you know um this race of like arthropod like oh, nice. creatures sort of stream in and attack and there's all sorts of other like foundational lore that comes aclo- uh, along with that like yeah yeah i'm sh- i'm sure the the lore would give a, a much wider breadth into the the calamity happening but it sounds yeah. it sounds at, at the very least very uh interesting i like big picture stuff that i don't even like thinking about because i feel like my my players don't like they're that's that's one that's like level 15 level 16 (laughs) type stuff yeah they're still at level four and two it's like i don't want to i want the world to happen to the players because that's how my players play in a way Mm -hmm. Uh, always yeah you 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 don't you never want a uh a world that feels like it's it's necessarily built for players but you want players to feel like they have a say in it you know i like what's going on here with this table it's good it's looking good okay well it's really right. tedious to have to make the the chairs individually but yeah i i i used to like hand draw the chairs in my tables but they always looked yeah. kind of wonky so i've just resulted to using rhombuses because i have no I creativity so. <laughs> okay <I like> <laughs> Um, so we got the dining room there, uh, sitting room here. I'll just do some, like, I'll do, like, a little, little thing for the, uh, cabinet of liquor. Uh, oh, but I freaking, there's, uh, what's it called? There's the, the Vermintide, which is, like, a world event that happened in the past where it's basically, like, these, this dwarvish war. With, Did I uh, hear Vermintide? Yes, <laughs> you can't just throw out Vermintide without expecting me to know. However, it's basically a dwarven... Uh, genocide against Furfolk, where it's oh, okay. this very rose type um, thing that just sort of like happened. It's like a, it's like it's something that like it particularly happened to um, a mountain dwarf culture, the Western Highlands and my world, blah blah blah. Um, and it's sort of like a, a very, very much a a shameful thing. Mm. Um, but there's also like you know Vermintide veterans that like you know um, like reveling it. Are, street and like you know homeless and that sort of stuff oh, okay. that the players would have opportunities to like you know give to that's like on what on my custom you know i say encounter table but it's not a table it's just a long list of encounters list of things they can interact with yeah yeah uh, a vermin tie veteran is on that list and you know um depending on where 
the players are from is their knowledge of the Vermintide, or mm. even what it's called. Like, for example, the dwarves don't call it the Vermintide. That's that's terrible. That's like that's like that's like just asking to be a war crime. But like they call it <laughs> that's asking to be a war crime. Yeah. So what a sentence. They call it something else. Got it. I don't know yet, but like. <laughs> My my parents' players, they're all dwarves, like old dwarves, okay. and a warforge. So they're interesting. Made, made it's a cool party dwarves. comp. But my play, my my um, what's it called my friend uh, campaign uh, or friend group is they're from the human empire. Mm, so okay, they have a whole different brand. Yeah, of yeah, totally different view and stuff. Okay, but yeah, st- stuff like that. I uh, like. That's super. That you you got some good lore going in that world. I have so much. Du- I have entire world map that, nice. I, that I have. That I have like some dumb name stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's just good. That's awesome. Um, I'm, anyways, anyone who can homebrew a world like that from scratch and run games in it has my respect. That's awesome. A lot of a lot of times, from what I hear and from what I've experienced, trying to homebrew worlds and stuff, it is it's a lot. And oh, yeah. anyone who can keep track of all of it and make it as interesting as you've just made it sound in five minutes is you, hats off i appreciate well done. that um, oh yes oh yeah i didn't this dining room what do you want to be uh strange or interesting about this dining room um is there food on the table is it fake kitchen, food kitchen is it rocks <laughs> Is in the ceiling. The kitchen is in the ceiling. Okay. Yes. There's like you can see up. Uh, there's like a hole in the center, like a square hole, mm. and all the dishes get like sort of not dropped, but they like float down in from from the top. Okay, I like this. They have like all this stuff is stored up there. Yes. This is uh, this is completely improvised. This might not. This is definitely one of those tea time type improvisations. I keep going. I like it. So uh, all the so when the food comes down to uh, sit on these floating dishes, do things uh do maybe some of the flames from the wall sconce come over and cook it what is how does it get cooked here uh, i was mm, that's a great question i was thinking that they could just see the kitchen that's above and the kitchen is sort of like a, oh okay inter- so floor where like some more or some, some constructs exist in our yeah yeah oh oh it's like one of those restaurants where you can see the chefs like cooking your food yes, but, but it's, it's just a bunch of little constructs in like a yes. two foot high see-through oh, yeah. box in the ceiling yes exactly <laughs> A two foot see through uh, box holds a veritable army of tiny chef constructs that whip up any dish you can imagine. I really liked your idea of like wall sconces cooking something, but I don't (laughs) want to apply that properly. Um, Well, we could have it be where when. Uh, when they need like heat for something, they just like one of the little constructs will just pull one of the orbs of the fire over to it and use it. That's good. That's a good idea. Fire yeah. to uh, from the walls to cook. Is there any danger in this room, or do we want this to be? Do we want the main? I feel like the main fight in this space is right when they enter. They have that duo fight with the two animated armors, mm-hmm. and then the rest of this plate, the rest of this floor at least could be. Uh, set dressing, and then I imagine the library is going to have like some kind of puzzle to unlock the uh, stairwell that goes up to the next floor. Yes. Uh, I'm even envisioning a puzzle. Sorry, I'm going off off. No, 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 no. I want to hear it. in the I... distance, but I, I'm thinking of a puzzle in the library where if you solve it, um, 
if you you know you solve the puzzle uh, a bookcase moves or whatever and there's a staircase going up and but if you solve it a different way the stairwell is like reversed and it leads to it still goes up but instead of ending with a door that faces you know north it ends at a door that faces south that goes to his private study mm, you know? so it, he uses the same stairwell but like the stones of the stairs like flip so they go clockwise instead of counterclockwise, you know? That's good. That's very, like, uh, the epitome of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Like, this whole, like, transmuted stone tower makes me think of that scene in Harry Potter where they look up and it's all the little bridges above them shifting. So That's such a better way. To, all I've been doing is basically, like, having maybe a couple different uh, stairs on the first and second floor and then just a spiral staircase for the rest of the way for, like, all of my uh, wizard towers. But this is... I, I wouldn't have thought of this in... For, for I, I always i always try to make stairs more interesting i don't know like the the last time i did a spiral staircase in one of these dungeons i made it an infinite treadmill <laughs> so oh <my> gosh. <laughs> yes which god oh. what a what a freaking fun thing to have to put on a player i wish i could have recorded the stream of that because <laughs> uh or i wish i could have recorded running a one shot of that one i still need to run that dungeon i've never run that one. Oh, sweet huh Maybe I'll run at some point. <laughs> I, honestly, when I was when I was thinking about subjects for this uh, for this cast, I was like, "What if I asked Dalton all the questions and then just have him make his own dungeon?" Like, he does that all the time. What am I thinking? <laughs> I was gonna say yes, I do. <laughs> I make yeah. stuff of my own all the time, but I think that would be. I want to do uh, once I get like partnered and have a, a couple more people in chat that actively view the streams. I think it would be really fun to do a like. Uh, flip the script like chat makes a dungeon where <laughs> it's just chat asking me questions good. and then chat deciding like what goes in the dungeon and I'll still like draw it out and stuff but chat like decides the whole scope and everything that, yeah that should definitely be like the, uh, the I feel like that would be a super fun stream when you get partnered that's the first thing <laughs> well I wanted to do for partnered stream I wanted to run through uh, freaking uh, tomb of horrors oh wow <laughs> because it's so awful and i've been wanting to run it since i started dming just because of this sheer like terror that people have of it and i feel like it'd be super funny but uh we could also do chat makes a dungeon all sorts of ideas thank you oh, yeah. uh the library what's uh what's the puzzle here that they have to or what's the impediment to their progress that they find here so that's such a great question. I'm not very good at puzzles. Puzzles is my. That's name. okay. I I can I can whip up a puzzle. Um. So do we want the staircase to be in the top part of the light? Where where in here do you want the staircase to be? And then I'll make the puzzle based on that. I always do like myself a, a radial puzzle. Uh, oh, excuse me, a radial uh, stairway that just is attached to the wall. Okay, sounds but, good. But I I'll feel make... like doing something fun yeah well i feel like having the library look smaller than it actually is and then once you complete the puzzle it opens up to the stairway behind one of the bookcases or something would be it's, a good way to do it so i'll have just the stairwell be um sectioned off here we'll have a huh how, how are we running on time by the way we're fine on time it's we're at an hour 30 i think we can we can finish up this uh this library and then i'll feel I feel like that would be a good good stopping place potentially, because the other two rooms on this first floor I'll just detail real quick. Bathroom, uh, there's a hole in the floor. <laughs> you can see the woods below, 
Um, the walls are suspiciously stained. There's poopery, though. There's like yes, but it smells like lovely. Smells like citrus. <laughs> like that unique blade covering up a absolutely nasty 30 minute shit. <laughs> Alright, and then the back balcony, um, we'll say, um, has like a. I like the idea of having like a little deck chair out here, like you would see in like someone's lawn. <laughs> yes. Like this is where the wizard would come to smoke his pipe, maybe? There's like a little um, pipe rack. Uh, yeah, no, that's a good idea. I was gonna say, uh, what if you added a uh, telescope to the? Oh yeah, 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 that would be awesome. Uh, with maybe that's on a different floor, different floors, balcony or something. With a time, I think a little a little viewing telescope here would be cool, or not even telescope, but like a set of those, you know, those like uh, touristy binocular things where they're mounted on the floor. Yeah. You have to put a <laughs> coin through to see. Yeah. Or, or copper or something. Yeah, floor mounted bin. Like maybe he uses that to entertain guests. Yes. And a pipe rack for uh smoking there we go okay puzzle in the library i'm thinking when i think library puzzle it's either gonna be um magical painting variation on a theme or it's going to be um book titles or covers or something so oh, what do we want to go with i don't know i feel like the book titles and covers uh, relies on previous information yeah that's um I, li I mean, the painting one is it's quite literally a would be like straight out of Tasha's guide, um, which isn't a bad thing. But we could we could modify it to be more interesting. <laughs> Go on. Uh, because the one in Tasha's guide, it's basically you walk in, you see a certain number of paintings that each have a uh, creature and an amount of that creature. So it would be like three beholders, you know, or it would be like seven goblins and then whatever amount it is that's the uh the sort of location of that letter in the password and whatever the first letter of the creature is that's what the letter is so it would that's be right. like b for yeah. beholder and there's one of them so it would be the first letter and then so on and so forth um which is a good puzzle don't get me wrong but i also have you know a <laughs> list of really dumb books in my notes for <laughs> I'm thinking though for for a puzzle though we could do something with like like uh, book titles and and whatnot and I think that would, that would be funny to do like <laughs> a variation on that puzzle where instead of paintings it's just like books on like pedestals that are like um, laid out you know like important books uh, clearly have something going on with those but let me think more uh, I feel like I could do better <laughs> I, I like I like the I like the, the Tasha's cauldron as a uh, stepping off point. I yes, like, I feel like there's some fun thing there that we could do with it. Exactly. So, least, like, I'm sure you're going to be when you're going over this uh, and, and fleshing out in the final uh, final draft, you're going to something's going to hit you or something. But, <laughs> huh? But, yeah. I mean, I don't. We don't have to fully. But uh, puzzle design so fun. I at least want to get the password. Whatever we want to open up this thing, I can flesh out exactly what gets you that password uh on my own time because honestly puzzle design can take literally an hour if we if we just sit here and are like but what if is this so i'll probably just flesh that out exactly on my own time i might do that between now and the next episode and then uh run some ideas past you at the beginning of that episode yeah let's do it like that so 
what do we want to be the password or how do they open up this this uh, bookcase to reveal the stairwell oh, man i i want to do something with trans I'm, I'm looking back at what we've the foundation of this mm -hmm. uh, you know transmutation yep big tower big spin or big big legs and, and mm -hmm. stuff. I don't, <laughs> legs. i'm not finding a a proper through point i guess okay um sure. well yeah there's there's no single thing that is that has been thematically consistent besides constructs um maybe we have it based on his like familial bond to his his constructs like uh how he feels like they're his kids or his family um we could do huh we could have it be based on his I don't know <laughs> it's hard yeah. um oh what? what if what if like in one of the pictures mm -hmm. in one of the portraits there's like you know his like prized um whatever and in the you know plaque or whatever describing it it's yeah. like the name or something and it um and you know the the, the prop for this password has like a uh, it's like a uh one of those, uh, you know, those password reminders for like, oh, yeah, yeah. but it's like, uh, you know, you know, what was the name of your firstborn child? Yeah. The names for one of the constructs pictured or one of the constructs pictured. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't that, know what the name would be. That would be cool to have. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they discover like, a like the wizard has like a little reminder in case he forgets and yeah. they could like track down the name of of like if they go out in the main hall and find the portrait where it shows him with like the little with like hit, him with just one construct and that would be his first one and then you could like you know on the back of that there might be like a little inscription that has like a hint to what its name is or something mm -hmm. okay. and then yeah. what would be the secret alternate answer that gets them into his private study yeah um okay so I think then that the, oh yeah, because it had to be a double entendre of some kind. So we could have it be his, um, mm, oh damn. Okay. Then we might, we might have it be like, what do you, like, what, what do you prize most in the world or something like that? So we need a more general question that can have two answers that are both right. You know, what, what? Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do a dumb poll. But okay. What if the construct's name was like oh, this is gonna this is gonna sound dumb and this is a very simple puzzle, but puzzle, but uh what if his name was like Leet Speak? You know, <laughs> where it's like a letters and numbers, mm -hmm. but like the the full name spoken in like Leet Speak L three three T or whatever, uh Yeah. The, yeah, got it. Password <laughs> and it gets him into the room while the numbers get you into the library. Oh, okay. So the same the same password read different ways gets you into different places. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um in that case oh, how about we have it where getting into the secret place here? is actually something that is that would be like nearly impossible right now but they discover a hint for how they could get into it later like we say what is what is the name of your firstborn and there is the like you can see on the painting on the back he has written down maybe the you know uh designation of this thing to be like you know construct whatever like construct seven alpha or something 
And then at the very top in his bedroom of this tower, like once you get way further in this adventure, you can find like a diary of his and like, you know, you can read through it and see he has an actual, he's named this construct. Mm -hmm. Maybe he develops these attachments to them over time and eventually he names all of them. And then the actual name he has for it would be the, the one that reveals his study. Maybe that's too complicated, but no, no, no. no. That, that's honestly that sounds less complicated than than Cauldron, than Sasha's Cauldrons <laughs> method. Yeah, well, the Sasha's Cauldrons ones. It says like that is a quote unquote easy riddle or puzzle, but like I, I, at the one time I've ran that puzzle, it took my players like forty five minutes, exactly. and I don't blame them because it has no hints to how you're supposed to put that together. It's literally just you walk in and you see like seven pictures of like random creatures mm -hmm. and you just have to figure it out. <laughs> there's no, there's no hints to like why or no, I, I actually made it sound simpler than it is. The number of the creatures is the letter in that creature's name. That is the important letter. And then those letters that you get, you have to like re-scramble them to find the password. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's really like complicated in my opinion and it's crazy oh. that that is the easy one. It's nuts. Uh. Okay. Um we'll roll with that I think for now for the riddle. I think that's all right. As for the specific yeah. name, do you have one that just pops out or you want to leave uh, that? Not that I can think of. Okay. <laughs> we'll think of it later. Um so speaking speaking the desig the designation that's how you spell it yeah of um his first construct grants access to the upper levels um speaking the personal name of his first con Ooh, do we want to have this first construct be the boss yes Absolutely. <laughs> huh. My Life as a Teenage Robot was also a good show. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I like how you immediately thought of that. Yeah. I don't know why I thought of that too. <laughs> as soon as I said like his personal name of this construct, I was I just the, the like visual of the main character, whatever whatever her name is, yeah. XJ9, Jenny. Yep, that's right. Yeah, that's right, Jenny. Damn. I didn't watch a whole lot of that when I was younger, but I, from what I watched, it was great. And I love the animation on that show. Oh, yeah. So it's a, what's it called? It's a, what is that? 60s, odd 60s inspired. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was uh, sort of uh, rubber hose almost in the yeah, animation. Yeah, took inspiration from like, uh, what is that? What's the animation style that like, uh, what is it? Uh, My Life is a Fairly, or no, sorry. <laughs> Fairly Odd Parents and... <laughs> like Danny Phantom Danny Danny Phantom like they use the same art style yeah like, yeah yeah they did it's it's sort of reminiscent of like the old uh, Fletcher um, cartoons yes. from the 30s yes exactly okay um, depending on the password stairs will spiral in different directions all right and we've got this is just one of you know three, floors. three or four floors of this tower I, I drew four, but we, obviously we can do as many as we oh, feel as we necessary. Ridiculously tall, just to like make people feel as small as a dwarf. Would <laughs> feel. Yeah, I feel like that would be great if he's okay. overcompensating in the tower yeah. height. <laughs> uh, 
I love I love this very comp. I love how complex this this wizard is, even though players aren't going to ever meet him. Oh, yeah. They're going to really get to know this character. I think that's awesome. I think it would be super cool if players if we leave little uh, little breadcrumbs for them, and they can even if they get to know this guy enough, they can even convince like the final thing not to fight even and just like you know go peacefully. <laughs> hey, what would your wizard daddy? Do if, or how do he feel about you yeah exactly like if they bring up a lot of these old personal memories and stuff it might that might that's be interesting i don't know but no that's a really good idea that's like very fallout new vegas but maybe i've been watching too many retrospective videos on that game all right um as for the name i want to remember to actually ask you what you want the name to be before i end the yeah. episode unlike the last name. week so oh, the, name, the name of the episode the name, the name of the dungeon yeah the name of this whole thing do you have an idea for uh, some kind of name? I know you had Beast Hemoth before, oh, but yeah. um, Beast Hemoth is just shorthand. I feel like Beast Hemoth should be a different, <laughs> another different. Uh, yeah, I feel like that could that could be its whole own dungeon. Mm -hmm. um, um, okay, I do like the word Colossus. I feel like that's interesting. Um, or we could do like oh, I some for, okay for whatever reason I just thought like. Uh, like sitcom name because it's like a family like his his family of constructs you know uh -huh. I don't know why but for for whatever reason my brain just started trying to come up with like sitcom style names <laughs> it's really stupid no shoot shoot uh, I, I don't I don't think of any specifically right now but I'm I'm just trying to like parody other uh, sitcoms like uh, like but that would be dumb um we could do. Shit. See, names are hard. <laughs> That's why I have thesaurus.com, so it's like a bookmark. Yeah, yeah, I should. I have like Rhyme Zone that I pull up all the time to try to get like alliteration and stuff going. <laughs> what do you want to be the central word of this name? Do you want it to be Colossus? Do you want it to be Construct? Constructed? Why did I say those weird? Construct? Constructed? Do you want it to be uh, like. Do you want it to be a more like metaphorical name? Like. Uh, I know, I know I'm doing a lot of, like, dumb contractions, but Colostrict... Colostrict? Yeah. I like it. Maybe, I don't know, that feels, that feels too... It's too campy. It's too... It's a little campy. <laughs> uh, I kind of like it, though. I know. Colostrict. <laughs> it's a colossus. It's a construct. It's a colostrict. Um... We could do a very alliterative name to give it that sort of whimsical flair. That's, that's like exactly. a construct of colossal, like, ca like a, you know, some, some, like, several of the same hard C noises in a row. The colossal clomping. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, a uh, colossal clomping, like, colossal I'm cantankerous clomping construct or something, you know? <laughs> I'm looking up for a. Uh, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, the, 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 what was the first word that I said? The, the clomping mm -hmm. colossal column. Oh, because <laughs> he's a big column, yeah. Uh, colossal. Col Ooh, or castle. Or what? Castle? Yeah, castle. Mm. Oh, yeah, true. Well, Citadel is an S, but. Colossal castle construct, like 
uh, colossal clomping castle construct. Yeah, oh, that feels that doesn't that's not as smooth as it could be. Colossal but. clomping castle construct is kind of nice though. <laughs> we could do like a <laughs> we could do like a a, a frick, make it sound like an old uh, like ah, what's the what's the name of the director? Um, <laughs> Thinking, we're not thinking with uh, etymology. Of, uh, we should use more K-words. What were you going to say? Oh, true. Yeah, we could use more K-words. Um, I was going to say those old like samurai movies, and we could call it like Colossal Castle like, uh, Clumping Construct or something stupid, but that's yeah. dumb. <laughs> Actually, no, I've, that's not dumb. I've been meaning to like reference, um, what is it, uh, Kuro... Kurosawa. Kurosawa, uh, that's what I was trying to think Kira of. Kurosawa. But this uh, is, calling this name Kurosawa esque would be literally like shooting myself artistically, so I, I'm <laughs> I refrain about, from that. What about Kurosawa Keep? Like Oh damn, just direct reference. Well we have put in nothing that would reference those films. So um Oh, I do like keep though. Keep is good. I feel yeah, like it's I more will. of a keep than a castle. Absolutely. Um. What yeah, of... colossal keep. Colossal keep is a good like uh or like the keep the keep colossus or something. Um. Wait. Say, say that again. Like the keep colossus. That sounds dumb. It sounds weird for some reason. I know. Huh. Okay. Colossus keep works. Colossus keep works better. I agree. Uh, what about? Oh man. The clomping colossus of like the construct of Colossus Keep. Um, that's very the fabricant like, keep. The what? The fabricant keep? Or fab like fabricate, but fabricate like uh, oh, fabricate keep. Okay, like a like like uh, fabricate, but as a noun. Got it. Interesting. Okay. Construct, but it's. I mean, yeah, perfect. yeah, yeah. Construct. We don't have to do the alliteration if you don't want to. By the way, we can. I like alliteration. I know. I, like I do too. I think having it, having two of the words in the name alliterative is like the max, unless you want to go for like a specific feeling. Either having it be like it, it. After you do more than two in like a five or six word name, it gets to be very whimsical feeling. You know, like the puzzling prefecture of Pip and Paddle Pops cops. That's the one. Yes. <laughs> I feel like in that, like, I feel like... Or, like, Ordeal of the Obstinate Orwoods, for example, is another one that I've done. Those are my favorite titles. <laughs> See, that's a, they're, they're memorable, yeah, so we, we should definitely do... Um, we could even outdo uh, those and do... It's very tame, but still gets it, like... I know, yeah, it's, it's too tame, though. We need to do something, something more, a little more interesting. Um... What is this guy's name? Oh, true. Yeah. We've not thought of that. Um, oh, what for about... entomology's sake, we could totally just name him something with a K, so it fits. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Um, we could call him, like, uh, we'd keep it simple and do, like, corn or, like... What about uh, compose with a K? <laughs> do what? What about compose? Like, you know, to compose a, a rock. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Or compose a uh, musical thing. Why is, like... Yeah, yeah, compose. Co yeah, okay. Compose, co I'm trying to think of how you can make a name out of that. I mean, you could say composite keep, but that that's that's 
Com if we did composite keep with a K, it would be like a Mortal Kombat title. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think composite keep is cool. Also, instead of Colossus, composite keep is sick. What about Cabo keep? Just something simple, quaint, and just about what Cabo keep? Cabo, like like Cabo, Cabo keep. Oh, Cobble Keep is very cute. Or the Cobble, or the Cobbled Keep. Hmm, Cobbled Keep, yeah. Colossal Construct of the Composite, of the, uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's... Colossal that's, Construct of the Cobbled Keep. <laughs> oh man, that's awful. I love it. <laughs> I love my names to be hard to say. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Colossal Construct of the Cobbled Keep. Colossal clomping construct of the cobbled keep. <laughs> we could go one step further. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. I think four is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, four is more than enough. Colossal construct of the cobbled keep. Mm -hmm. I like. All right. Awesome. Thanks for the name, the name brainstorm session. I think we got something good. God, it was so much. <laughs> it always oh. takes longer than you think it is for the it will for the names, but it's worth it. It's too. <laughs> yeah, the one time I cut out that section of like coming up with a name from the, I just edited that out one time, and I got like a comment that was like, "Stop it! Show us the names." So I'll, I'll leave this one in. Uh, yes. If you'd like to see us coming up with names on future episodes of the podcast, leave a comment. Let me know. Um, I can always edit th these out if you were like, "Just come up with a name already." But <laughs> I think it's I think it's at least a little funny to hear us stumble our way into a name. Same. All right. Uh, well, I think that's a great place to wrap things up for now for the episode. So I would like to thank you, Chris, so much for coming on the podcast. You've been an awesome guest. I've had a freaking great time designing this thing. You're welcome. And please, if you have anything that you want to shout out, uh, now's the time. Any, anything that you're working on or anything that you've been inspired by and want to let the community know about. So I'm on tons of However, it's like mostly private. I'm a pretty private person. With, I'm a publicly private person, I should say. Um, but chief tippity top of the list is uh, my good friend uh, Smimnor Gaming uh, on Twitch. He's just starting out. He's having a he's having a fun time, and he's uh, he's not quite consistent yet. But he's oh, it's great. He's a fantastic personality. It's I, I have nothing but praise for his entire everything. He's a uh, he, he, the last stream he's done was like just playing freaking minecraft with like three other friends it was just delightful nice. uh him and his significant other have a phenomenal dynamic and it's just adorable to see and uh what's it called i, I, don't, I don't know if they're going to be featuring or anything but they're they're good uh and but he also did a um uh sort of playthrough of a uh what's it called i always i want to say final fantasy because i never care but it's definitely kingdom hearts <laughs> Just did a Kingdom Hearts playthrough of a like random, uh, randomly generated uh, playthrough oh, nice. with all sorts of stuff. It was very good. Uh, I also wanted to shout out a. I think I don't think they're like posting anything anymore. Like they stopped. Uh, it's called Essential NPCs. It's definitely one of like. It's easily my favorite podcast. Like or sorry, like uh, tabletop type of podcast. They're great. They know what they're doing. They're mm -hmm. all like. Uh, former improv artists and they're all just fantastic you can find them on soundcloud um and but i they called it central npcs they're just yes. it's great i love them um but also like yeah uh, what's it called uh, i kind of want to shout out other um, <laughs> there's another like D, D podcast but you you don't need competition honestly i want to shout out 
podcast and your streaming. Oh, thank uh, you. We're on DMMD. I'll, I'll shout that out plenty, so you don't need to, oh, but no. I appreciate the support. But yeah, it's it's great. Everyone should see awesome. it. It's delightful. It's it's what has given me the tools to, to make my players happy and, and contented and have fun. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's all my shout outs. Okay. Well... Thank you to the viewers of our little uh, podcast here, and I want to thank you, honestly, from the bottom of my heart to anyone who's listening or watching. Uh, Doing this is a passion project of mine, it always has been, always will be, and you guys all watching and making it uh, the best it can be is awesome. And if you want to come on the podcast and be a guest, I am always open to having new guests. All you have to do is join our Discord, the Discord for two, which is down in the description, no matter if you're listening or watching on YouTube. And you can click that link. And we have a good-sized community now of people, RPG enthusiasts, uh, DMs, players, people who just like to chat about D&D and other tabletop RPGs. So come hang out. And if you're in the discord and i i'll post pretty frequently asking for new guests and you can always respond and hop on the podcast like chris here and Mm -hmm. if you are wanting to take part in our streamed campaign into the west that is also where you find that info on our discord uh, that campaign is a player-driven dark fantasy west march style campaign that i run every monday wednesday and friday night starting at 8 30 az mountain time and it runs completely based on what the players and their characters want to do so it is driven entirely by the stories that are made naturally through all of these players interacting with a richly detailed and exploratory incredibly uh, unique and interesting cosmology of this dark fantasy setting that i think you'll really enjoy so come hang with us on stream if you like that my twitch uh, link will also be in the description. It is twitch.tv slash dungeon doctor DMMD. So I'll see you in the chat. And if you want to see our website, uh, dungeonfor2.com, you can also see all of our other socials and links from there, including our Twitter at dungeonfor2, where I post random thoughts about DT that pop into my head, as well as important announcements. So be sure to follow me there. And I think that's about it. So thank you for, su- for your support. I'll see you on stream. And this is your dungeon doctor signing off.